welcome back to Skyrim 10 AD. Uh, I believe this should be episode 24, or was it 23? No, 24. 24, and welcome back. We uh, we just had a um, the end, the conclusion of our, our team's battle, um, a rather uh, eventful battle against uh, the alchemist. Um, nobody else knows any other name for the young Argonian who they were uh, in battle with um, but uh, he was eventually felled um, by Jaquai unsurprised surprise to no one um, in a sort of like a, a claw to throat fest that uh, ended up with the, the floor being stained with blood um, at the end of the battle um, there seems to be that some of the, the poison that he seemed to be brewing um, his plan was kind of helped along by one of the party members uh, by adding it to um, this stream of water that seems to be either coming from or going to um, somewhere so uh, they're now currently inv investigating the lair and um, Mouse has happened upon a doorway and gone through and found an unconscious Dunmer woman uh, being held captive. He's also found a, uh, a treasure chest which he knows is locked but he hasn't attempted to open it yet and a trap door um, to a basement apparently uh, where he heard the sounds of several Nern roots going off um, and this is where we pick back up. So to the young party what would you like to do? So, so we we didn't resolve my uh, investigation of the alchemy tables, ah, um, okay. uh, which uh, I, I didn't roll particularly well. I rolled a ten with with with, with uh, bonuses, but just just really trying to determine if they <laughs> seem like normal alchemy tables as as any other alchemist all would would use. Yeah, they all seem to all have the the basic stuff like a, a mortar and pestle, and they have an alembic and things like that. A little bit more complicated than what you're used to. And mm -hmm. don't really know to like you know a calcinator and that sort of stuff. It seems to have all the things. He seems to be very very skilled, and he's got three sets of each, as if he was sort of like you know had things going off in conjunction at different times. Yeah. Uh, one over here that you had um, a look at here. You had investigating. You find some um, plant residue, and you can only uh, surmise that it's um, what you call it, nern roots. You seem to sort of like off cuts of uh, of a known root, mm. root of the plot and but there's also seemed to be some red mixed in with it um is, like, is, you know, is, is he mix do, do i get the sense that he's mixing nern root in with the skooma is that the is that yeah, what's so going you, on you're getting that from there from over here you it is definitely cover all the the all the the pestle and mortal and inside the alembic it's all purple in color it's a very dark purple that you recognize from um the nightshade oh. that mouse supplied from you coming from this one this one over here the entire surface and every utensil that's in this one is almost blood red whatever was being worked on this one you have no idea what it is whatever this ingredient here that was being worked on this table you don't know and, and, and remind me what what color is skooma? I just literally personally don't remember. It's kind of like a, 
it, it varies from place to place, but usually the bottles have this purplish thing, and it's more of a like a like a viper, like a sniff thing. Um, so it can come in in, in various different colors. Okay, All right. But you're thinking this for for skooma? This isn't what you would think would be a skooma. This is highly in depth, um, sort of like you know, a very complicated alchemy. This isn't like. Just somebody cooking uh, skooma. Normal bandits can cook skooma. What he's doing here, you you know for a fact that's not what he was up to. All right, I, I, I'm gonna and I'm gonna make you know, whatever sort of notes or sketches or anything else in an effort that if we find a more skilled alchemist back at uh, Falkreath or 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 uh, White Run that that I can maybe compare notes and describe. You know, uh, think CSI. If I could, if I could take a if I could take a camera, I'd take you know I'd take pictures of all this just to to try to. Uh, and, and, and Frank, I, I may even like the stuff that I don't recognize. I'll very carefully scrape a little bit and a little of that residue that I don't recognize into a vial or something because I'd like to show that to a more skilled yeah. alchemist. Yeah, there's lots of empty vials on all the tables. Yeah, I'll just grab a, a sterile empty vial and you know one of his uh, little scraper tools or something and just scrape some of that. If there's a little bit of liquid up, yeah, I'll take a, anything I don't recognize. I'll make notes of where I found it and. Try to put it in a little vial, package it carefully, and 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 we'll make an effort to show it to a more skilled alchemist when we get back to one of the uh, one of the holds. And um, and mouse or body body, what would you like to be doing? Oh my gosh! Um... As you're saying, there's sort of like a um, mouse over here has just pulled the, the door bar off of this door over here and he's stepped through inside into the caged area that remember that you remember had uh, this Dunmore woman uh, face down in the cart. You see uh, Luke is traveling around all the tables investigating. Uh, there's a massive uh, pool of blood forming here. <laughs> and <laughs> uh, and Jaquai here has sat on the table and has closed his eyes to go uh, he's got his legs crossed and he's gone into uh, a state of meditation to try and um, sort of like you know yeah. uh, oh no you said you were just warming up you didn't say you were you, know, do you, you said you were taking a short rest are you meditating well uh, I don't want to interrupt his cat nap <laughs> <laughs> no <laughs> Roll a perception check, Jaquai. <laughs> you hear that? <laughs> uh, perception. Oh yeah, that's eighteen. Yeah, yeah, you you hear her. <laughs> <laughs> I just gotta flick my tail. Um, can I inspect the the woman a little further? So yeah, you can head over there. You're gonna head in with Mouse, yeah. Yeah, let's. I'll I'll go where I'll tell with Mouse over here. See what's going on. Okay, so Mouse, um, you get set aside and you go over to check the to see if the um the woman is okay on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you, you go there. You have a look. She's face down. You kind of uh sort of like touch her. You can hear her breathing. It's very labored, um, but she is breathing, um, but she is unconscious. You. Roll her over and her eyes are closed. Um, she's not a young elf. Um, you know that li- um, elves are quite long lived, um, but she has some definite crow's feet coming in. Uh, and for an elf 
to to look like like the uh, old person she has to be sort of like you know well over a hundred years old um but she's unconscious um she's just wearing a, a normal sort of like um burgundy sort of like you know dark brownish um dress kind of like a house dress and uh you see creeping up all across the chest coming up the neck and half the face you see the so those same black veiny lines coming and seem to be spreading all across mm. um the, the, the body well i'm going to call out to luke just see if he can come over and help with her okay, so luke do you do you go over and help? yeah, yeah I, I go over you know it sounds like you've described it it's the same thing we saw in the one prisoner the mm-hmm. thing that lenny has very early you you come up to to her and you see her and she's uh, she's on them conscious on, on the floor and you go to her make a medicine check and your hand slowly reaches out and Bobby, you and mouse both look as suddenly his eyes flash pure white and all you hear in your in your ears luke is sort of like you know you need her you need her and you lay your hands just at the top part of her chest just below her neck and you cast uh, lesser restoration the second level spell lesser restoration into her and body you and uh, mouse look as the um, black veins on her neck start to disappear and start to slowly disappear and sort of like retreat back they still remain inside her chest uh, and all across the top of her chest but all the, all the ones on the side of her face and all the ones inside of her neck have disappeared and then suddenly Luke's eyes just come back and you feel a, an intense war, a joyous warmth inside your chest Luke and you're just you open your eyes and you look down and you see your hands. You ha- you know the knowledge that now that you know this is what you came here to do. For some reason, you were here to to help this woman, and she's not fully helped yet. She's still unconscious, but something more you need to do. At, at this point, Luke literally is when he when he. When, when he regains his own consciousness he he looks at his hands he looks at what what he's done he literally falls to his knees and weeps he grasps his holy symbol and and weeps and and takes a few moments to con- to control himself but but he 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 just he just cries he just he doesn't know what to what to make of this oh mouse mouse is going to walk over and put his hand on luke's shoulder and just sort of Stand there, and and and, and after you know, Luke, after a couple you know moments of this, recovers, nods to Mouse. Thank you, know, thank you. Uh, so so just to make clear, she she still has the disease, but it is the ravages are it's 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 receded. It's it's more you, under control at this point. It seems. Um, roll. Um. Yeah, it's definitely going to roll a religion check. Oh, okay. Interesting. All right. Let's see what we yeah, got not here. medicine, but a religion check. 
Oh, that's pretty good. Let's see. I think I have that proficiency. So that would be an 18 uh, with adjustments. 18 with yeah. a modifier. So with this, from what you've seen, the, um, your experience in alchemy, um, your experience with medicine, and your experience with religion is that that whatever that spider creature was, that was definitely a Daedra. That oh. was an emissary of a Daedra. Um, with spiders with that role, you would more than like know that that's more than likely uh, somebody from the Fala, um, who especially going on with webs, you've heard a lot of things where it's she likes big, long, elaborate plans to be stretched about where somebody is sort of like you know doing a bit here doing a bit there and it's all all culminate in this big long elaborate overindulged plan um with uh, the the alchemist uh, plunging that into the red heart which you could only surmise would be a daedra heart with how bright red it was and how it was like slightly ugly shaped that was a daedra heart so you're thinking that this isn't a disease what you've done is you've with that spell that um, Kinnereth granted you with, you managed to remove a point of ex exhaustion from her, to sort of like you know, not let her progress any further. But you can't cure a curse. Yeah, this yeah. is definitely a Daedric curse that has been laid on this using alchemy. And now you, as you realize that, you kind of step up and you look out at the water that's flowing through the stream and all the poison that was in that cauldron that got sent into and poured into the water and you look to Mouse uh, with a quizzical look of where does this water go? Uh, Mouse hangs his head realizing what he's done um, and says well, the water flows into Lake Illinalta. At least, I think it does. It, when you watched as the uh, as the effect, the poison seemed to spread out both ways. So, going out to from your perception there, out to the right, <coughs> you know that that's heading down into the valley of where the Falkreath is, heading out underneath, probably. It, you don't know for sure, but it definitely leads close to where Falkreath and maybe even connect with the underground well. And then spreading out, going left, going back upstream, is heading towards uh, Inalta. So that's going to spread out into the lake. Which flows past Riverwood and White Run and all the way to uh, yeah, Windell, right? Yeah. Basically, yes. One assumes it'll dissipate a bit on the way. It will be. Well, you can assume it's going to get diluted down with that amount of water, but you don't know how far. Uh, you know that he didn't get all of his components. He knew. He, he said to you that he didn't get all of his um, um, his nightshade. So maybe it, we, the potion itself wasn't at full strength. We 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 need to warn the hold. They may need to uh, avoid the water, avoid the well. This. Uh, well, that means splitting up because Lenny has to get to Whiterun, does he not? So, 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 Colin, maybe, maybe uh, uh, what did 
uh, what's her name? The uh, the Dunmer uh, in Falkreath. She gave us she gave us something to give to um, the mage of uh, White Run if we needed to make urgent contact. Right, she gave us she gave us some means of, and I don't remember if it had to be used by the mage or if it's something we could use. Yeah, it was basically here a writ that you could give to the mage, and you could get him any good cast a spell that could instantly um, let, tell a message to send to anywhere, and it would be the the cost of it would be paid by uh, Falkreath. That was so, from so, Nenya, right? Nenya, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. you could you could. Pay, give it to. She said the the what the major, but you assume that you could do it to to any mage. Um, you um, roll. Um, let's see. No, no, you're not quite there yet. So, um, what else would you like to do? You, uh, as you said, you look down at the the Dharma woman, and she's um. She's still unconscious, but um, you've allayed some of the symptoms. So, so all right. So I'm gonna <laughs> DM gives an inch, and I'll ask for a mile. So, in, in the context, <laughs> in the context of uh, in the context of getting that little moment of inspiration from my deity, uh, did did I get any? So, I, all my spells were have been used up in in combat and and in healing. Uh, Lenny, do I get any spells back? Uh, as as part of that inspiration, because I've not uh, taken no, a short you, rest. You know you have one more spell left. Um, you got an uh, you've got two level two spell slots now that you're level three. Um, so you have and you, this was a deity knowing what you needed given to you. So the the spell that you cast was lesser restoration, but you don't have to count that as your permanent second level spell. Uh, if, in the future if you don't want to but that was your deity using you um, as an emissary to cast that uh, and as she asked you said you were sent here for this purpose to save this woman yeah so so if I if all right so if I have a spell then you got another I can cast my, my normal allotment is used up but if I get if I so I could I could cast uh, just a what I'm thinking is that now that she's been cured from the worst of this skooma illness, I can then try to cure her to bring her back to consciousness so we can actually speak to her. That's what I'd like to try. Okay, so uh, yeah. we're getting there in little baby steps. You, you do know of one other way um, to be able to help somebody who's got this affliction to try and stave off the effects? Oh, no, 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 no. No, I was thinking, well, but she's unconscious still, and I was trying to get her conscious first. So but if, if 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 the if the notion strikes to me strikes me to 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 give her a dose of the skooma, I can do that because we have we know we have plenty. We have a lot more than Lenny needs, so we definitely have skooma to That's share with this person. You you can you can try another spell or you can try what you seem to have seen as working. Okay, okay. So so given that moment of inspiration, I'll dip into the skooma stash of which we have you know a pretty large supply. My suspicion is that we looked around this place, we might find more. And I, uh, you know, sort of tilt her head back and and try to you know get a, a single dose of the of the tainted skooma into her into her to see if that sort of brings her to the next level of consciousness. <coughs> and it does. You 
you clasp over the mouth and over the one nostril as you bring the bottle up. So, um, and as she takes and you hold both it, so she starts to strain for a bit of breath because you know if you do this, then once you let go, she's going to take inhale a big amount to try and replenish her oxygen. And you place it down, and she takes a big sniff, and then suddenly, kind of like getting an adrenaline shot or an overdose, you suddenly see <laughs> like that. And she blows in it. <coughs> and the eyes go wide and the bright red and the bloodshot. Hey, she's like, you know, frantically looking around and she's sort of like, you know, claws out at you. Um, let's roll a, a D20, uh, 15. So she claws out at you, Mouse, and sort of oh. like, you know, gets to make an attack. So that's a 15. What was your armor class? 14. <laughs> yeah, so she catches you right across the face with her fingernails <laughs> and she does one point of damage as she scratches you across the face. Okay, okay. Uh, and uh, so then she makes um, Caesar that out. She tries to push you away, Luke. So she makes another attack against you. That's uh, a 15. Um, no. So she just sort of like pushes against the thing and you're sort of, then you try and like hold her down, but she's sort of like conscious on her head's. Like, you know, she's like, Ravage, she's seen all these faces all around her and she doesn't know what's going on. What did you do? Uh, just bear with me a second. I need to look. No, actually, I don't have that spell prepared. Never mind. Um, uh, let's see. Uh, I, I don't have a spell that would help here, so I'll just I'll just use strength. And she's unhealthy. Yeah. She's, you know, I'll just... just Without trying to hurt her, I will just wrap my arms around her and and just uh, calm calm down, my child. Calm down, calm down. You're among friends. No one will hurt you. And I'll try to calm her down with words and just strength to to to, to block her from attacking anybody. She's starting to get a bit more coherent. Down, she goes, "Where is he? Where is that scale back slime piece of shit?" He's he's rotting in the other room. You. That's rotten scale. That piece of vermin. I shall curse his very soul to the ends of the earth. Azura, as my witness. And he goes, you, you cross Avrusa Serethi, and you will burn in that old oblivion for all eternity. Um, Mouse, roll the history check. And I have no, uh, just a, a seven. Seven, no. Yeah. Um, you've never heard the the name Avrusa Serethi. No, no, I, I, I do. I have, I have, I have history proficiency. If it's anything that's in Luke's, uh, yeah, the DC is going to be a lot higher for you. Actually, you do. You might have come across this. Uh, roll, right. yeah, roll a history. Uh, oop, only a 13. 13. Total, yeah? Yeah, with mods, yeah. I know you, uh, the DC's too high for for you, for where you would Yeah, you don't know yeah, who yeah. Bruce is. Um, and, and she's got something. She's got something. What's going on? And she's sort of like, it's looking down. She grasps all of the stress, and she sees her back. She goes, well, uh, am I free? What's going on? And and if I if I if she's calm, I completely let go. I stand back, put my arms up, 
and and say, my, 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 my lady, I think we have a lot to talk about. So fine. I don't have a lot of time. And she stands up and she staggers a bit and sort of like starts and then falls to the ground. She is not well enough to be able to move on her own, but she definitely wants out of that room. Okay, uh, sure. We carry her into the other room and, and, and very pointedly show her the corpse of the Argonian. <clears throat> She's slowly and sort of like nudges you to walk towards it. And as you get closer to it, she spits at the corpse and she looks around and she's well she looks down at her chest and she says and then she looks around the room she goes I need mud crab chitin and I need lots of it and as she points over to the cauldron you're going to want to get that up as well alright Mouse rushes over because he knows what he's done now okay and so you, you start that um, Jaquai um, when you were stopping the Tikalai, as I said, were you going into a meditation and your your short rest, or were you just staying there to get warm? <laughs> it, originally, it was a goal to have a short rest and meditation, but with all the ruckus, it's not been easy. <laughs> uh, it, it was. It, it is um, a lot easier than you think. Um, when you started your meditation. Um, you seem to pull down and you go into your usual state, but you just felt something just a little tug just to go a little deeper. You hadn't been to this. It's almost like falling asleep, but you're still fully aware. You're not exactly sure, but it seems that you have a, you're getting a familiar smell, a familiar feel and you you go that extra bit deeper and then you kind of open your eyes and when you see this very familiar sight of this jet black Khajiit fur with round yellow eyes and round deep dark pupils not an inch from your face and the very tight ears short the face of your master staring directly into your face your feet seem to sink slightly into very warm comfortable sand as sand rolls over the top of your feet and very gently he looks you in the face and he goes "Ah, when you meditate your nose twitches much like your brother's And we'll get back to that uh, a little later. Um, <laughs> uh, so you're helping uh, Sarethi, and you look over and um, it's starting to dry off now. Jaquai, the rest of you look at Jaquai, he seems to be in very deep meditation and he's not moving. He's very calmly breathing, he's, he's holding his hands and his, 
his hands are crossed and he's just very gently just slowly breathing very calm and hasn't paid any attention to any of the movement that any of you have been doing uh, this entire time. All right, so Mouse, Mouse is going to uh, push the cauldron upright if he can, anyway. Yeah, so it, it should be fine to be able to sort of like roll. And you, you, you're not in combat situation, so it's not right. urgency. So even though you might slip every now and again, you, you eventually get it back up into place. But the fire has has gone out and around yeah. it. Um, yeah. And she she looks to you and she says, <coughs> she goes lots of water, and she's um, pointing over to at the um the chest the big one to the side ah okay well that's something that mouse can do so he'll go and pick the lock on the chest okay so if you um um roll um a dexterity, dexterity. check with proficiency for your uh... a natural 20. nice Easily just pops wide open and uh, let's see. When you open it, um, uh, must it so? Um, me one second. So you open the chest, and as you're looking inside. Um, you see um, what appears to be loads of different types of alchemical ingredients all put into jars. Mm. Uh, you see um, some, um, was it a, a giant's toe? Um, different things that you've you've seen before. You know what most of these things are. You don't know what to, what anybody would do with them, but you've seen them before, uh, and you know what they are. Um, when you um, look inside, you also see what it seems to be um, a few weapons, and you also see um, the handles of and the blades of two scimitars, mm. Uh, mm. and you see um, what appears to be a tree branch and another smaller um, um, what do you call it? I forgot the name of it now. A smaller box inside the chest. Um, what's the honorific for Dunmer female? I mean, is, is it still Sarah? I, I would, I, I would look back at her. As, yeah, well, I would. I guess I would look back at her and say, "Milady, what what are you looking for?" Um, she goes, uh, uh, "Charred, um, some charred meat. It should be skeever meat or um, feathers. Um, any of those or." Uh, jars of uh, a Milady, there's a very large toe in here. No, not <laughs> the toe. Um, because, uh, the uh, feathers, and you do see a very large a bottle filled to the top with feathers. Okay, well, I'll bring that to her. What else can I get? And she's sort of like, um. <clears throat> As she points over to the river, she goes um, and just points inside and uh, mud crab chitin. Is, is there any is there any mud crab chitin in the chest? There is no. I think there might be chitin. some in the river. <laughs> well, yeah, 
yeah, I wasn't going. sure if those were slaughterfish or mud crabs. So, so uh, I hadn't got there yet. <laughs> yes, you're going swimming, so if you want to, you can go swimming, and you'll have to go a hunting. I'm afraid. Okay, I'm on. But uh, while Mouse is having that conversation, I go grab the two scimitars, walk to the edge of the river, uh, you know, put my hands in my mouth and whistle at uh, uh, at Aniki and say, "Hey, are are these yours?" And I I, I hold the scimitars up uh, towards Aniki. She she nods and sort of like waves. Uh, as you were over there, you also see remember seeing that uh, tree branch that was sticking out of the side and you have a closer look at it. it seems to be attached to a very large uh, metal head, an iron metal head and you pick it up and it has some um, you try and pick it up one handed no going you can't pick this up with one hand you have to put the scimitars on the, underneath your arm and grab the, what it appears that there's still bark on the piece of wood where apart from where you would hold it with your two hands and you pick it up to see this massive kind of thresh or maul type of uh, war hammer oh. <laughs> and it's absolutely gigantic it requires um, a base strength of 18 just to wield it wow uh, it, and um, I can't seem to find my. <laughs> so it's not a monk weapon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <clears throat> so. Um... And and I, I I recognizing it now that, that what it is I I, I wave that I, I pull that out because I I do have enough strength to at least pick it up you know and uh, and and uh, show that to uh, to Lenny as well. Because, because, yeah, he he uh, he's missing he's missing his warhammer, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, I had contents of that, and now I've lost it. Sorry about that. Um, but yeah, you can see what, and you pick up this warhammer, and it is a beautiful piece of work, if not extremely heavy, and. Um, you see written in normal common up the side is shield sunder <laughs> so uh mouse you have gone into the river and you're starting to have a look around uh, roll uh, an investigation check with uh, advantage let's see Well, let's see. I have investigations plus four, so the best I can do is eleven. So it takes you um, like a full hour to um, an hour and a half uh, to be able to collect. She says plenty, and she just tells you to keep on going mm-hmm. um, until the hour and a half is up. So you probably kill about <coughs> and gather about five. And Botty helps you out with this um, five or six. Um, Bud crabs and throwing them up and um, she needs Luke's support um, but she brings them all to the alchemy tables and starts setting up all the ingredients to be able to get them going and then she looks to you Luke and um, she says um, I'm uh, assuming 
there was um, a catalyst, something that triggered this, and I'm assuming it was red and bloody. Am I right? Yeah, he 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 threw a Daedra heart into the into the cauldron. That was a human heart, wasn't it? No, it was I, a Daedra heart. It was a Daedra heart. Okay. Yeah. yeah that, that was my moment of inspiration that I realized it. Um, you, she, she looks there and she goes, uh, and she looks at you, and then she, you notice that she's looking at your symbol, uh, to Kinnereth, and she goes, "Well." I really hope that uh, your lady is willing to help on this one because um, we're going to need something to counteract uh, the curse, the data curse that has been added to this poison to tra- transform it from a poison to a, from a disease to a curse and we're going to need uh, another heart to counteract um the effect of the Daedra Heart. Um, and it's probably not what you're going to like. Um, I'm going to need a taproot. And you know what a taproot is. Um, so do you, Mouse. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the heart of a Spriggan. And you know, Luke, um, that Spriggans are sacred and do the work of kind, uh, protecting animals, protecting forests, reclaiming forests from ruins and forts, and even um, protecting, like sealing off ancient evils and uh, stopping them from being released. Um, It's a great affront to kind. Mouse would pipe up and say, Milady, can we not use the, the heart of the Argonian? It's connected to the Hist. She, she looks at you she goes no this this needs to be divine so she's looking at you Luke so my in- instinct is to, to trust her based on the inspiration I received so mm-hmm. So I'll I'll tell her uh, I I I I I think my lady would tell me to trust you. And I looked her I looked sort of between her and, and Luke because and her and Mouse said like Dude, where where can we find? I think Mouse would know where there's a grove nearby. Would he not? Yeah, he he definitely knows where there's a, possibly a place where they could possibly go to uh, procure one. Um, mm-hmm. Mouse probably knows a couple of places where he could probably get one quite easily. Um, there's also um, she does look to you. She goes, "I have heard that um, a plea can uh, to one of these creatures from somebody um, in their favor would not be ignored. You could try that approach, but failing that, it would." probably have to be taken by force. Is Jaquai's rest over yet? We're, we're just going to get to that. Okay. So she, she's looking to you. Uh... 
<laughs> deep from within his trance, he's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> so she's looking to you. Um... His little paws are twitching. So... <laughs> so she looks to you um, and what uh, say you, priest of Kinnereth? I, I, I think we, we need to make the effort. I, I, I think I'm guided to trust you. And, and I, again, I look at I look at Mouse. Do we do we see do we see any sort of uh, like uh, ear twitches coming from Jaquai at this point that we should? <laughs> um, so you got um, looks to um, Luke and Mouse, and Mouse informs you that he does know of a of a grove, a place that um, seems to be sacred and it's sort of like you know seems to be well protected by the brigands. It's well known among hunters and the sort of like tool to avoid this place. I, I I do I will I will look at at Luke and and say, um, there there are times when the alchemists will sell these and I look over at at the Dunmer woman as well and and raise my eyebrows. Uh, uh, Dunmer. She, she looks at you. She goes, I have no uh, problem using them and paying people to protect them. She goes, obviously I don't. Venture out and try to secure them myself, and that is far too dangerous. Yeah. But I have no issue in using them. I've used them plenty of times in the past, and and yes, uh, alchemists have no compunction. But with his affiliation, I I thought it might have been an issue. But... Yeah, so I'm looking back then at Luke. Uh, we we could try to buy one rather than killing a Spriggan, uh, or we could we could attempt to treat with the Spriggan and and get one without having to kill anything or buy anything. So 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 the place you know where one with the grove, how 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 close is it? Well there's there's a grove a, a bit uh, well uh, I, I should I should ask up uh, can mouse yeah, you know why. So, so. Yeah, it's it's just to the south and 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 slightly west. It's very close. So so I I look at I look at uh, and and actually so um, did we get a clear name for the Dunmer? I, I Avrusa Serethi. Avrusa. Okay. All right. Uh, all right. Uh, Avrusa. So I I I I I look at Avrusa and I point to the the toxin, the poison in the river, and I say. How, 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 how quickly should we act to to to, to resolve? No. To, to... no, we must act now. I will get these things with the help of your friends. I will get these prepared, but you need to go now. Um, I will need people here to assist me because I can't move at full pace yet. I will instruct them. So she's looking at you, Botty, and she's looking down at... Um, um, or is it they're looking over to Jaquai and thinking so um <coughs> she goes, I need uh, at least two people here to help me um to be able to get all these things repaired. She's looking at the the mud crabs and the um and the the hawk feathers. Um and she's got plenty of water there, so she's she's okay with that. Well um but yeah, she says you need to move now. So Luke and I are at least it'll be Luke and I going Luke and Mouse I should say going uh, 
Um, I'm going to run over. And is there any way I can tell from this trapdoor whether it leads out quick, more quickly uh, than than back through the doorway? Uh, well, um, we try it, and it's locked. I can unlock it. Um, All right. So roll a dexterity check. Okay. And that's uh, sorry. What's my dex here? Um, so that would be eleven. Not so great. Eleven is fine. It's not very well secured. You open it up. Okay. And you peer in, and it doesn't seem to be a way out. But there is like lots of sort of like sediment soil, lots of soil, um, in, in the basement, and. It's got water running through it, like a little stream coming through, plenty of water. And there's probably a good, as you peer down, look to your left and your right, there's probably a good 15 to 20 Nern roots. I would, I would, but one, that, oh. but um, what you do notice is that half of them are the Nern roots you remember, the other half are red Nern roots. I would look over and say, my lady, there are, there are. Nern roots here, both green and red. She goes, yes, that was his other ingredient for the poison. Using my my mentor's research and my research against me. That's why he had me here to grow them. Uh, roll a history check. Mouse. Me, Mal yeah, well, yeah. Oh, well, do you remember who she is, Mouse? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. <laughs> well, now you remember who she is. Well, well, I'll still have to roll. I mean, in order. You know, I mean, I know who she. I think we all do. But anyway, uh, I don't have any. That's the fourteen. Just, I don't have any advantage. Yeah, it's fine. It, it, with all the information you have now, you know who she is now. Yeah. That's um, um. So from there, so you look up there, and she says, "You need to." to move now and sort of like you know I need at least two people here to help me and um, then we get back to Jaquai so Jaquai as you're there you look again and you look up to your mentor's face as he sort of like leans back up and sort of like steps back quite a bit and he's in his usual Robes that sort of, sort of, sort of like a whitish with a bit of cream and with a yellow hood that comes back, and the hood sits behind his ears. His very small, front-facing, tucked-in eyes, the the jet black, sleek, shiny fur, uh, and those intense yellow eyes with their black um, round pupils in the center, staring right back at you with a very faint hint of a smile it is it is good to see you again young one as you stand up you look about you and you're in the deserts again you see you feel the warmth of the sun and you feel the hot sand creeping across the top of your boots as your feet sink into into the sand and it feels very very nice he starts to walk ahead of you along this very straight path and 
you for a second you just watch him walk as he walks along this straight path and she goes and he goes now is the time I did not expect you to advance this quickly but it appears you've had some help and some coercion in this fashion uh, I am glad of this he goes but as with everything eventually it just comes down to what you decide and as you look around you you look off to your left of this path and along this straight path that your master is walking along you, you're still not following you're still watching as he's walking head straight um, he walks past this left turn and as you're looking off this left turn you see that sort of steps off and just opens into this really dark and sort of like shadowed jungle he sees going in you see a boot print and then you see a paw print then you see a hoof print venture into the forest and they're all different but you know they're the same person and you and you also recognize these footprints as well you've seen them before you've seen this path this, this, these steps before you know these footsteps that lead off in the, on this path with the footsteps taken by your brother as he heads off into this shadow realm and disappears you look in no perception check Nineteen. Nineteen. You look into the and you see shadows moving. You hear ferocious roars. You hear bellowing. You hear the twang of uh, of the string from a bow. And as you look, you see this figure cloaked in shadow move from side. You see this ferocious beast run towards this shadow that you recognize and as the beast slashes at this shadow it breaks to a cloud of dark black butterflies it screams and bellows at the air you hear the twang again of a bowstring as it strikes wood and you see the shadow creature again falling crawling down upside down and you see these sharp eyes just glint as they look towards you and you see the flesh of two fangs forming into a smile as the shadow disappears back into the jungle you feel you feel proud as this is happening you hear a thundering crash as if you look off to your right and you see this other path further along the path there along but again your master walks past it and down this path to the right you see it goes into this treacherous gorge and the heat from it almost is too bright to look at the heat as you're looking at it, it kind of burns your eyes but even though it does, it does, you don't feel any pain and you can still stare at it. 
You see the swirling mass of fire going through the gorge. And you see in a bright open sky, cloudless sky, you see electricity coursing across the sky and a bolt of lightning strikes the sand below and the sand explodes in shards of ice. Roll another perception check. Fourteen. Fourteen. Inside this swirling mass of flame and fire and sparks and shards of ice and the storm clouds, you look and you see inside the flames, you see two green feline eyes looking back at you. Vertical slits of black pupils. And you see the mouth open and a scream of rage as the lightning strikes it. You also see another small symbol just below what would appear to be the face of this and it seems to be a round circle with lights, little dashes coming off all around it. You look back, turn back to the, the path ahead of you again, and you see further in the path, dead straight ahead of you, not furring off the path, you see your master standing at his, with his back to you. you he just sort of like looks back, it's time to walk your path. It's time now to choose. What do you do? Well, Jaquai is unwavering in his pursuit of his brother. So he takes the um, the gorge. Uh, you take the left part or the right? The right. Okay. Um, so you head down to the to the gorge and as you're getting closer the flame starts to leak. You start to feel the fire come across you and it reaches into you and touches your hands but you feel that you can control the fire and you can control the lightning and you're not too sure whether this is the path you want to take you look back and you see the the path leading to the path of shadows you see the straight path ahead of where your master lies and you are currently on this path uh, looking at it with seemingly the ability to control the fire that's ahead of you do you stay on that path and venture down into the gorge no I follow my master 
the the rage of the fire it it feels slightly right it, it starts to tug at the, the to pull on this sort of like the loneliness that you feel it starts to turn to hate to try and sort of like you know attack things that are getting in your way but that's not what you want to do you want to pursue past so you back off and you you look towards the left and you see the shadow figure again but again it doesn't feel right and you look ahead to the straight narrow path the unwavering path and you head towards and you head towards your master he turns to you and he says it is unsurprisingly a surprise that you follow a, a, a true and straightforward path. Yes. When you come to this, I, I think it's definitely going to lead you to the area of where you need to be. So, you have chosen the step. The way of the open hand. And uh, starting when you choose this uh, third level, you can minute the keys and wholeness of body at sixth level. Um, for the next, what seems like days, you and your master um, start to fight amongst that, play fighting, and as he's showing you um, how better to strike opponents in certain vital areas, um, he then takes a dart and then he f throws it straight at your face. What would you like to do? I will this dart. catch it in midair between my hands. Roll a d20. Oh. 21. 21. Added to um, uh, wait. deflect missiles. Here we go. Start off of that. Oh, sorry. Roll a 1d10. Sorry about that. That was my fault. Oh, okay. Uh, five. Five. So add a d10 plus your dexterity modifier plus your monk level to reduce this damage. The damage was four. If you reduce the damage to zero, you can do something else. What would you like to do? Um, holy crap. And the key five. Um. So I'll uh, throw it back at my master. Spend a key point and you catch the dart, the small silver dart with the red ribbon attached to the back of it flies towards your face <coughs> with 
ease you easily grab hold of it and snatch it out of the air in a this display of almost perfect dexterity you swing around and fling it back towards your master um roll an attack uh so a dart attack yes yeah, so just roll a d20 edge of dexterity modifier and your proficiency bonus okay another 21 21 you throw it at your master and your master sees it incoming smiles as he sees it coming towards him and then as you're watching he catches it between his two fingers and then in a display of dexterity just as the fingers he flips it over and then flicks his thumb at it and flicks it back at you again (laughs) (laughs) what would you like to do? (laughs) Uh, I will catch it between my paws (laughs) So roll another D10. Oh, a D10. Uh, oh, <laughs> that was a one. Oh, and <laughs> add your your uh, monk level and your dexterity modifier. Uh, so my monk level is three. So that's four. Dex is four. So eight. So you roll the one, yeah. and then your dex modifier and four level seven eight. Yeah, so it's six. So you catch it again, and you have probably one more key point. What would you like to do? Bow to my master. <laughs> <laughs> he bows back to you. He goes, yeah, "This one has." Enjoyed seeing you again. He would like to see more of you. He goes, please don't rush yourself. This time away has definitely been good for you. And he has been gone for some years. A few more weeks or months is not going to make much of a difference. I think uh, wherever he is, he has always been a survivor. What would you like to say? Anything you'd like to say? Um... No, I just continue my bow. You, as you bow, he bows before you again, and then he sort of like kneels down and goes into a meditation, and then he starts to get very faded, and he starts to fade a little bit more and a little bit more, and you yourself, you start to see that your hands are fading, and. Although you're wide awake, you start to feel yourself getting even more awake. You slowly get awake, waking up. And then suddenly your eyes are open and you're back in your dungeon again. You snap back to, and you see Mouse 
looking down into um, uh, the was it the trap door to your left, and uh, Luke seems to have a very solemn look. And you see a Dunmore woman starting to prepare alchemy agents, and um, you see um, what do we call it? Um, Anarchy and Linny start to make their way across the river, swimming across to get to the opposite side and join you there. Well, barring anything else, I think we'll uh, we'll end it there. If anybody has anything else to add, speechless. That was great. Thank you very much. Thank you for joining us on Skyrim 10 AD. Um, a few technical issues and some losing of files and things like that. Notwithstanding, I had a absolutely fantastic time. As always, I'd love to thank my uh, players for um, coming along with me, joining me along this uh, little trip, uh, and thank you, uh, thank you very much, uh, everybody in the in the chat at the at the YouTube, especially Adam for coming around and for being a moderator and being just absolutely awesome. Um, and so I'd love to thank um, Butty and Andrew and Luke. Thank you. Um, Jaquai and Ray and as always Mouse and Victor thank you very very much guys it was next time as always a pleasure thank you so much Colin very well done great fun excellent work Colin yes so, indeed <coughs> welcome to level 3 guys uh, <laughs> we're getting all into the ins and outs um, probably in messenger or if you want you can we can get into an hour if you guys want to roll for your health um, I'd like to have some time to think about uh, a choice in level 3 so if that's yeah. okay with y'all yeah but if you want to roll your uh, your health live and air so um, everybody has uh, a certain dice that adds to their health when they level up so it'll be a D something um, more than likely a D8 for most of you and then plus your constitution modifier I usually so, take just the average whatever is it, is it a 5 that's that's a standard a, or something yeah, like it's, that it's a 5 for, yeah, yeah. for that one yeah so does anybody want to roll, or are you just going to take the? Uh... I, I I like to I like to go with the winds of fate. So I'll I'll, I'll roll and uh, I'll roll in the roll twenty. So let's see. Uh... You can roll a if you roll a one, you can re-roll. All right, uh, very fair. All right, so I'm, here we go. And uh, oh, let's see. What, oh no, I I got to do the one in front of it. One d eight. Uh, why is it not rolling? <laughs> oh no, you have to do the slash. I think that's what it is, right? Is it a slash? No. Can you uh, use the uh, the roll at the, to there, the top left? Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, one d eight plus three. All right. So I'll go ahead and add my. Oh, oh! I got, hey, I got a one. I get to reroll. <laughs> <laughs> Let's do that again. Let's pick better. Seven. All right. There we go. Oh, All right. Now, I. Not too 
Anybody else? I'm, I'm like I'm like Victor. I, I want to spend a little time with the book and uh, and my character sheet and 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 uh, you know, play it around. So, Colin, I will uh, I will uh, ping you with um, ping you with questions, etc., and, uh, and and send you a, a note with 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 my level three character sheet for discussion. Awesome. Okay, so Excellent. it says I roll a D eight. Uh, plus my constitution modifier per monk level. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I mean, it, you added a new level, so you roll, you roll 1d8 and add 3. Or whatever, whatever your constitution modifier is. Uh, it's a 1. So you, you, you roll a d8 plus, plus 1. Yeah. That's why I take the 5. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and the way I usually roll, so I figure... But... Uh, okay, so let's see. Well, let's see. Let me try to do it on this roll 20 thing. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Oh, I did three D8s. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> I got a five. There you go. Um, no, five plus three. Oh, nice. There you go. Excellent. There you go. And then, so what, I add that to my current 17? Yes. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Good job sucking, everyone. <laughs> Thanks. <you. laughs> I'm, I'm real good at that. Yeah. Okay, and let's see. I have a 1d8 plus 3. Oh, yeah, she's pretty sturdy. Body. Roll 6. Oh. Is that 6 total, or did you roll a 6? Yeah, no, that's 6 total. It's not too shabby. It's better than rolling a 2. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So I'm adding that to my previous number of yeah. What was that? Add to your hit points. So I'm up to twenty for level three. Nice. And and George and Lenny, um, you saved George and Lenny, guys. They get to go to the farm and play with the rabbits. (laughs) (laughs) And they also level up to level two. So well done, everybody. Nice. Nice. And I'm just going to stop the broadcast there. Again, uh, thank you so much, Adam, and we have, uh, for joining us. we have one, one last piece of business to take care of? Oh, maybe? we do. I know yes. almost forgot. Uh, yeah. The um, the winner of our, um, our competition to uh, become a, uh, a guest star is uh, someone who we all know and love. And um, I know Ray and... Um, Oh, I've lost my emails. Uh, Ray and Andrew um, will remember this person. I just want to get the name right. Yes, 
I, so congratulations, and we'll hopefully be seeing sometime in the future Radioactive Rebecca joining us as a guest. No way. Skyrim, yeah, uh, on Skyrim 10 AD. Uh, winner of default, seeing as she's the only person who put in for the raffle. But we're uh, we're not going to hold that against anybody because it was just uh, a little bit added, added extra incentive so that um, if people were thinking about, you know, uh, donating $45, they'd, they'd donate $50 just to be able to get that extra thing. So that was the only reason why we've done it. And... Um, but yes, hopefully she said she's not worried about what type of character. So probably um, sort of like a big ancient brass red dragon that you're all going to meet next week. Oh uh, my god! Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, right sort of like you know uh, uh, a Valkyrie vampire or something like that. You know, just to keep you guys yeah. on your toes. Yeah. yeah, good for good for level three characters. Yeah, <laughs> yeah absolutely. <laughs> I'm going to end the stream there. Thank you, everybody, uh, for watching, uh, especially, as I said, uh, or everybody uh, listening as well to the podcast. And we'll see you in the, in the next session. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody. Awesome. Good night. Much, everybody. Skyrim 1080 would like to thank Tabletop Audio for the use of their music in this podcast. If you would like to find more music like this, just go to tabletopaudio.com for more information. Thank you. Thank you for downloading this edition of Skyrim 10 AD. Email the show at skyrim10ad at gmail.com. For more information, please visit asapodcasting.com where you will find a Skyrim Attic podcast, the Fallout feed, and our Amazon link which benefits the Cystic Fibrosis Foundation. Find our social media in the show notes. Thanks for listening.